Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Ramblings of Introvert. I'm your host, Rob. How's everything going? Hopefully well. Um, peace and love. Today's episode is... I guess, like... I don't know. I guess I'm kind of, like, doing, like... A throwback episode where I got kind of like give you a experience of going to a show and like I did with like Interpol in a previous episode um today's podcast is dedicated to the cure um Probably, I don't know, probably one of my favorite legacy bands. Um, a band that was pretty much, a, I, I kind of like consider like legacy bands, like a band, is a band that came out like before my time. And like, I don't know. I guess, like, how, like, important to, like, pop culture and, like, music as a whole. Um, that's kind of, like, how I feel, like, The Cure is. Like, I kind of feel like the whole, um, post-punk scene is probably, like, one of my favorite, like, alternative it's like yeah like alternative punk you know golf I guess and um God love the 80s it's like kind of like that like late 70s and like the whole entire 80s is like kind of like a decade it's like I guess it's like a decade now like I really really love because like everything was popping like everything was good like musically fashion wise well you can kind of argue I guess like some people kind of like argue 80s fashion had some hits and some misses but um, I think like, as a whole like the 80s was like legit even though like, I'm not like an 80s baby I'm a 90s kid but man the 80s was legit and like the cure came out like kind of like what like late 80s early 90s I mean early 80s I believe um, but they really didn't like hit their like peak into like in the 80s um, from what I gather because like I don't know, I feel like The Cure, Susie and the Banshees, The Peshmo, 
is like kind of like all bands that like if I was like growing up in the 80s I would be like deeply involved um, in their music and going to their shows every time they was in town like wouldn't it be like crazy like if because like I guess like at the Pine Knob I guess like the Cure haven't toured like in Michigan in like 14 years so take off 14 years I was like what like 17 18 years old maybe crazy I didn't even go (laughs) I didn't even go but I redeemed myself this time and it was a fine show it was a fine show indeed Um, it was an incredible experience I, I would say from um, the rain and also like the post concert you know so like we're gonna get all up in into like my journey but I'm just gonna lay out like kind of like some more background um it's like I first heard the cure probably and um watching the film The Rules of Attraction with James Vanderbeek, Jessica Bill, and some other people, um, just to name a few. And um and six different ways was like on that soundtrack. And like I always was like, oh man, I really like that song. And lo and behold, like, this band had, like, more and more dope-ass songs. So, I guess, like, fast forward to, like, I want to say, like, high school, where, I don't know, I was, like, craving musical taste. I mean, I, I was, you know, craving something new in music. And so, my first time, like, having, like, cable in a long, long time, um, I just dig deep into, like, VH1 classics, and, like, for the most part, like, the cure would be, like, popping, you know, the music video would be, like, you know, on the television on the telly so so yeah like I always kind of like grew like a fascination of Robert Smith because like you know we both share like the same first name and like our last initial is S so so it's like kind of like similarities probably to like that (laughs) And, um, I don't know, like, I always thought, like, his songwriting was, like, pretty legit. And, like, the band was, like, aesthetically pleasing, you know. 
like, I don't know, like, I kind of, like, like the whole, like, golf vibe. Um, it's, like, kind of, like, crazy, because, like, they do have, like, them dark gothic songs, but, like, and they're, like, but then they can also, like, pull off, like, the most, like, pop-friendly track that's, like, being played, like, at, like, a retail clothing store, you know? And so, like, I don't know, I kind of feel like the cure is, like, for, like, anybody, you know? And, like, <clears throat> I didn't want to miss that, like, opportunity, you know? And so, like, and me buying, like, the tickets, which, like, that was, like, kind of, like, a dumb experience because, like, at that time, like, I would have, like, upgraded to, like, better seats because I had, like, lawn tickets. But ticket match were, was, like, on some bullshit. It was just like, so like, say if I like bought like a $200 ticket, right? At the time of the ticket sale. And like, I like how like Robert Smith kind of like addressed it, the whole like situation. But with like these, you know, how people get tickets now is like, they go like credit card holders for like, you know, for the pre-sale. And then they go to, um, like, the venue pre-sale. And then, like, they're official on sale, like, the next day or some shit like that. So. So, I pretty much, like, it was, like, double the cost. So, I was just, like, I'm not going to do... I'm not gonna pay like four hundred dollars for like yeah I'm not gonna pay like two hundred dollars in service fees like that's ridiculous like I'm already giving you like two hundred dollars and I'm just like where did the money go to you know I should do like an investigation of that like where do all these service fees go to man like for real so I just like wound up just getting like lawn tickets. And the venue is like pretty dope. Like I never had like a shitty time. It's just like getting there just like a drag. Cause like it's like an hour to get there. But like my thing is next time like I go to like a venue to this venue, I'm just gonna like just get there like two hours early. Or, like, be in the area two hours early. So, like, I won't have to, like, deal with traffic and rush out. That's, that's a pro tip to myself. So. Yeah, like, so, like. Realistically, I think I got Wanda spending, like, what, $80 for these, like, lawn tickets. And then, like, later on, like, Robert Smith was, like, um, 
I guess like he had like frustration with it because like he felt like it wasn't fair which is just like that's like kind of like dope to you know for him to like say that and so like I guess like it was like some type of refund was like I don't even know that I get it or not but then it was like something like when I bought my ticket it was like a ten dollar bent uh vendor ticket or some shit like that which I didn't use because it was like rainy and like I don't drink anymore so it's just like what I'm going to use this fucking ticket for not for food when it's just like rainy down on me you know which I'm like I'm not like fucking like I'm not bothered by it it is what it is So yeah, I was pumped. I was stoked. Um, it like sold out like pretty quick. It was like kind of crazy. It was like a week, I believe. <clears throat> Luckily, like one of my friends got like, like him and his girlfriend got tickets. So that was like dope. Like from like I think like vivid tickets or something, but I guess like they was on some like dumb shit too. I feel like all these like ticket like places just be on some bullshit. Because like cause I think the bullshit was and like I'm not really sure. But from what I gather, it's it was like um, I feel like because I think Robert Smith didn't want people to, like scalp tickets and resell for like X amount of money because that literally would happen to like the whole Taylor Swift situation where like all these bots like bought these fucking tickets and like was like selling for like buku's money you know and that's just like crazy that like you have to like be like quick with it just to like see your favorite band or like musical act you know it just sucks now and like at the time it's just like you know it's just like whatever happened to like okay you buy a ticket you know and it's just like and it's shitty because it's like for people who just like wait in these queues online and like you're there right when the sale starts you're not like a day late or anything and you still can't get fucking tickets that's shitty um because people just want to resell tickets like that would happen to me with the Arctic Monkey tickets. So like I was like I am pit tickets, but like I can't spend like a grand on like on pit tickets for like you know like I love the Arctic Monkeys, but like not not a grand. That's a car, <laughs> you know. Yeah, 
that's like a down payment on a car, like or like a used car, depending on like how shitty that car is. But I'm sure it'll probably run fine. May have like a couple issues. I'm not thinking about this. But anyway, it was just like. I don't know, man. It's like, I'm like, you know, I love going to concerts, but it's just like, not like when motherfuckers like want to like make you spend double the money. I'm also like, yeah, I'm like in the same situation with the hives. Like, I love the hives. Like, that's like one of my favorite bands. Like, it's like kind of like one of them bands that like got me into like rock, you know? And, I'm probably not gonna see them comments like $70. Not really worth it. You know? It's like I could drop it, but it's just like it's more just me fighting City Hall at that moment, at that point, you know. Because it's just like It's like, yeah, I, I don't mind this because, like, you know, I like saving money, too, you know. So I like going to shows, but I also like saving money, too, you know. And, like, I always think about it from, like, that standpoint. It's like, yeah, I can go to this show, but it's just like, is it worth it? Because, like, certain, cause like certain venues bring out certain crowds where it's just like, Like, I don't want to be here for another second. But then it's like some, you know, then some venues is be like, oh man, this is like hella chill. I fuck with it. I fuck with the vibes. But then like, I don't know. Pine Knob is not like that. Pine Knob was like actually pretty chill. I People was like very dope. You know, it was like a lot of groups, you know, which was like, you know, legit. So, so yeah, like getting ready for the show, it was crazy because, like, I was telling my friends, like, man, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna wear. And then he just like meshed me, just like, with like some emojis that was like gothic emojis I guess and I was like okay so like I was like okay and I was just like oh shit it's gonna rain so I'm just like alright this is gonna be interesting it's gonna rain and I'm just like I'm thinking like it's gonna be drizzling we should start off like that. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna bring like this, like it's like an Under Armour like rain jacket. It's like hella dope. It's hella cozy too. Um, so I was like, all right, I'm going to do that. Wear some like 
ripped jeans and some Air Maxes. With like a pearl t-shirt. Because I love Mia Goff. Shout out to Mia Goff. I love that woman. She's phenomenal. And everything that she does. She saved Shia LaBeouf from what I've heard him say on a podcast just a random thought but anyway um so yeah like you know did like kind of like a pre-game drove which was like an hour dude and for some reason, it was like so many fucking accidents that day. I was just like, this is weird. <laughs> I was like, this is weird. Because like my GPS is like, keep on telling me, oh, you can avoid this if you take this. And then like, I was like, okay, I accept. And then like 10 minutes later, oh, you can do this. So I was like, okay, okay, GPS. And... I would want to say it took me like probably like an hour plus to get there. And it's just like, you know, I, you know, I want to hold, like I drove six hours plus to like Indiana. So I don't really care about like an hour, you know. But it's, it's kind of like crazy. It's like, damn, it takes you an hour in the same state. Just imagine, like, what would, like, is it anywhere in the state? Hold on. Bear with me if this makes any sense. Is it anywhere in the state that you can drive for an hour to go to another state. So, if, I don't know. Say if you're going to like another state, right? Is it anywhere that like takes like, you know, well, I guess you have to be like close to that other state, like an hour away. It just baffles me. It's like, damn, like, you're in the same state that takes you like an hour somewhere an hour plus you know it's like fucking time is like a relic you know I don't know if that made any fucking sense <laughs> But yeah, um, it was just like kind of crazy because it's like so many accidents that day. Hope everyone was okay. But it was like also baffling that like it was like the easiest way to um, get out of it post show. We're gonna talk about that later. So yeah, so I got to the venue. It was like no reception. It was like rain. It, dude, it was coming down. Like when I got there, I was like, "This is this is gonna be fun." Then like I saw like some guy like walking. 
as I was getting as I was getting part. And then like also I was like my, in my mindset I was like kind of like it's like damn I didn't bring no cash with me. So like what if they do like cash parking? And then, like I had to like it's like man you gotta like go back and get some cash and come back and then park in this long ass line again. Which that didn't happen. I guess it's free parking. But I, I get shit. I think that's what goes to the um the service fees, the parking. I don't know. But I just I just feel like the venue should just pay the motherfuckers. I'm just like, come on now. Like where do all the money go to? Like, I want, like, yeah. Like, like that should just be, like, when you buy a ticket, like, automatically, it should be, like, this is what all these fucking service fees go to. Like, a percentage going to the ushers, percentage going to the maintenance crew, percentage going to the stage crew, the artists, the merch stand, or some bullshit. Not just, like, give me, like, oh, this is double. Like, what is this? It's a crazy world that we live in. So, yeah, it was raining down as I was entering the, um, as I was entering the, um, the pine knob. So, it was great because I saw like um like the radio station, like they was packing up. And like I saw like the merch. And, and this is another thing that kinda like fucks me up. They had the merch stand like outside. So I was like kinda like confused, right? Cause like I would just wait in the merch line because like I have lawn seats. So it don't matter if I waited or if I didn't wait. Cause I wanted a shit ton of merch. I just wanted to just get a poster because that's all they had. Like after the show, it was like uh, I wanted a hat, but but you can buy it now on the band website. So probably just gonna do that. So yeah. So yeah, like it was just like I got there at like, the right time because like I didn't I didn't I listened to like probably like two or three songs of the opener. They have like I think it's like the Twilight Sad, and like they had like this one song, "A Girl in the Corner." I fuck with that song. I think they're from like Scotland. He was like, fuck the rain. <laughs> and then off he was like, yeah, fuck the rain. Because it was coming down, man. That was that was such an, that was that was such a experience because I was because like it was like moments. That was like 
yeah, I might have to, like, go back home right now because I am not prepared for that element. And we'll get to that in part two. So, come on back. You hear? Thanks for coming back for part two. Um, at this moment, I was drenched in rain and not knowing what to do with myself. I should have brought umbrella. I should have called on Rihanna to send me an umbrella. thought that was funny but I don't know it was a dope experience nonetheless um it was like 28 songs of amazing magic music magic in him Music magic, music magic. I don't know, it was just like dope just to finally see Robert Smith in all of his glory. Um, it's crazy because like, even though like I was like on the lawn, like I took a picture of like, of like, the camera, I mean, of like the, I guess like the, the, the television, of the performance of the, I don't know, wherever you call that shit. And like, you know, it was like kind of like cool because like, you know, he came inside the camera and like waved. I thought that was like dope. Because, like, I don't know, man. It's good to see good music. Good live music. You know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I don't really tend to see people who sound like other artists. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to go see. I, yeah, like, it's like, oh, man. It's like, all right. I know I said a lot, but didn't even say much with that. So it's like an instance where if someone came to me was like, hey, you should check out this band because they sound like this band. I'm totally on board with that, right? But if I can just go see that band, I'll just go see that band and not a band that sounds just like that band. Like, I'm not going to see, like, tribute bands and shit like that. Like, that's fun, I guess, but it's just like, I don't know. I read, 
at that point, I would want to see something more original. But the set list was like so fucking good. I didn't mean to go on like a little tangent, but I don't know. I kind of like, I like discovering music um, out of the random. And then like come back to it. So like if someone like, told him like oh like this is a band that you might like like I'll listen to it but nine times out of ten probably won't stick with me because I have like naturally grow I, yeah like I have to be in that mindset you know like, like I have to be in that mindset like well Today I'm listening to some like alternative 80s. So like, let me like figure out what's like a new alternative rock band. You know what I'm saying? So now back to the set was like once they played like their second song, Pictures of You, it's like I start grooving to like some of the songs that I was like familiar with and that was like giving me more energy it was like kind of like my superman it was like kind of like my yellow sun and I was like superman you know and I was just like give me all of that sun give me all that good golf music that I'm accustomed to you know giving me the energy you know and And so, like, once they did, like, Pictures of You and then A Night Like This and Love Song, I was like, this is going to be... And that was, like, five songs. So I did, like, Alone, Pictures of You, A Fragile Thing, A Night Like This, Love Song at this point. And at that moment, I was just like, okay, I'm with it. You know, I'm ready. And then by that time, it was, the rain was starting to settle, you know. Man, I was singing my ass off with a night like this. Like, I love that song. It's like, I'm coming to find you if it takes me all night. I wish I for another girl. I was like, oh. I was like, Robert Smith, you're so good. His voice was so fucking good, man. Like, you can tell, like, he aged, you know, his voice aged. But his voice aged very, very well. Like, I don't even know how old he is, but, like, he sounds just like the studio recording. Like, whoever did the sound check or whatever, like, whatever he's doing to his voice, and like, and one of my friends who I like kind of like met up with, he like kind of like said something like, like kind of like interesting where like, you know, like 
like we was like amazed like how like his voice like and, and that's like i'm kind of like curious about the depeche mode later this year like how how uh dave's gone's voice is going to how his voice is going to sound because they did like a shit ton of shows um so yeah, it was amazing. It was a good show, bro. Like, just me thinking about like hearing his voice live and like, I was like, wow. It, it, yeah, it was like kind of like you're taking me back. Took like a time where like I wasn't born, you know? It was like kind of like surreal. Um, and it's not that many like musical acts. And I kind of like feel like It takes a lot for me to go to like a live show now because it's like me being like, like I'm not like a partier. And so like going to concerts is like pretty much like the only thing that I do. So it's like, it's not really like me partying, like, you know, it's like kind of like crazy to like go to like a concert and, and not drink. You know what I'm saying? But it's like also re refreshing the night after because it's like, I don't feel like shit. Cause like, it was like moments of times. Like I remember like the last time I got drank heavenly was going to a Lions game. Like I had like vodka and tequila. And like, I remember just like pre-gaming pre-gaming, taking like a lift to Ford Field. And then like having like a Bud Light after that, what? <laughs> and um, yeah, I had a fucking headache. <laughs> and I was like walking. <laughs> I was like walking after the game. I like, I walked to like, yeah, I was like, why am I walking? That was a weird, strange time. I was like so mad because like my favorite quarterback didn't play good. Aaron Rodgers did not play well that day, but oh well. He's a New York Jets now. But anyway, so yeah, like, I was like vibing out and like grooving to some cure. Then I really got hyped when they play like their 10th song, Charlotte Sometimes. I talk about this song a lot recently over the past couple of weeks to like certain people because I really, really like that song. It's like an older Cure song, but it's so fucking good. I think it's like early Cure. I want to say, and the music video to it is like hella vibey because like the cure is like this like mysterious band lurking over like this like woman who got like 
a doppelganger. Yeah, that's like kind of like what all I can gather from that music video. But it kind of like gives you like so many vibes. Like, man, that could be like a cool ass movie. And that was like kind of like the beauty about like music videos in the 80s. It gave you like kind of like a dope. synopsis of like it's, it was kind of like a movie trailer like that kind of got that's how I feel about you know music videos back in the day it's like man that could be a dope movie um then push the 11th song was legit. And then when they ended, like, the like, the last, like, after Push, the 11th song, like, 12 through 16 was songs that, like, I wasn't familiar with. But it wasn't, like, taking me out of the experience, you know? Because, like, that's what, like, I kind of, like, expect a band like The Cure to do, to have, like, familiar songs, but not be, not have, like, so many familiar songs. Because, like, I'm not even sure do they have, like, any, like, a new album coming out or something like that. Because, like, when I checked Spotify, like, their last, like, recording was, like, I want to say by early 2000, so I want to say. And then they had like a couple of live albums and like a lot of like reissues and remasters. Um, so yeah, like they ended off like doing like two encores. Encore one was four songs and then like encore two was like like eight <laughs> so we're gonna have four songs for like the first encore then like eight songs for the second one I love it but I bet money like it was just like that would be kind of fun to do like have 16 songs like 16 songs for like a standard concert is like pretty legit um, in my opinion, because when you have, cause like you don't want to be there like all day and like all night, really. Like you want to like end the concert off, and like that was like kind of like the thing I liked about that concert because like, yeah, it's like hella far, but like it. It literally took me like 40 minutes back. It was like, it was like, and like, and then like the drive back home, I was like, damn, this is like me driving to like my ex-girlfriend's house or some shit like that. It's like crazy. So like the first encore, I didn't know the first two songs. 
I didn't even really know like they went into like an encore until like I don't know until someone said it to me. I was like, oh okay. Like 100 years, and then they play like a chorus, and that was like the 20th song. And I was like, man, when they played a chorus, it was like dark, and I was like, I'm loving this. Cause like we're at the Pine Knob playing a forest right now. Get the fuck out of here right now. But a new song that like is like on my rotation now that like I heard there for the first time is 100 Years. It's off their album Pornography. I really fuck with that album. Um, the track is, it's just like a hard, pure song. Like, I love the guitar. The guitar is like so menacing and fast and like, it just hits you. And it was definitely putting me like into like the groovy vibe of the, of the concert. Then, like, the perfect way to start off Encore 2 was Lullaby. That was, like, I feel like Lullaby was, like, a good song for me in, like, my mid-20s. Like, that's, like, when I first discovered that song, mid-20s, I wouldn't say. But then, like, once they play Friday, I'm in love and Close to Me. Close to Me is, like top five close to me why can't I be you in in between days has been uh, pretty much like a 2022 2023 anthem for me just like heaven you know you can't go wrong with that song Then boys don't cry. That's like a staple pure song right there. I like how like they ended off with boys don't cry. Cause that song just put like, I don't know, man. I remember like listening to that song and I was like going through like a breakup and I was just like, I feel you, Robert Smith. I feel you. So yeah. I, I, I really, really enjoyed that concert a lot. Like, for it to be, like, 28 songs, it was the right amount. And, like, I probably wouldn't... I probably wouldn't do that to many musical acts because... I don't know, like, it'll have to be like, okay, the show, if the show's did like 28 songs, I could go to that. Um, the boys barely got 28 songs. Arctic Monkeys, I could, I could, I could, I could go to a two hour Arctic Monkeys set. Man, Pink Floyd, if like, 
they were still together and like Richard Wright was still alive. I would totally go to that. Um, if Keith Moon was still alive from the Who, I would go to a 28, yeah. Um, I probably wouldn't go to see the Who right now. Like, I don't know, like, like they still tour, but like, I don't know. I don't know how good it would be. And then like, it's the who, and like, you already know, like, you paying like $100 plus for like, nosebleeds. Probably. Depending on like the day and what's going on that day. But anyway, it was pretty smooth getting out of the concert. Like, I just waited a couple. I walked my my friends and their, and one of their fathers to the, the car or whatever. That was like pretty dope. We got a poster, cause like all the merch was like sold out except for posters. And then it was like, I was like, I have to, I, I can't come empty handed, you know? I, I gotta get some merch. So I got like, a poster, which I will begin frame soon in all its glory. It's like kind of like dope, cause like one like the like opera masses, but it's like, I think it's like Robert Smith's face as like an opera mask and like the, and like a crow, like as his like face, I mean, as his hair or some shit like that. It looked pretty sick. But, um, yeah, man, I fucked with that concert a lot. If I had to rate it from like one to 10, I would give it a nine. It would be a 10 if it didn't rain, because man, I was wet. I was drenched. Um, but it was a good show nonetheless. Um, I really appreciated it because like, I bought the ticket like at such, I was like, man, this shit's gonna sell out quick, quick, quick. And it did, and then I and also like and I also liked and appreciated that Robert Smith was like, yeah, um, it wasn't gonna be like no resale tickets because like that's like the whole trend now. Like you buy one ticket and sell it for like double the price, and it's just like you know I don't know why people have like that intention to do that, but I guess people gotta make money at the end of the day. The streets gotta eat. Um, So yeah, Um, I wound up getting some Taco Bell. And that was like an experience because this lady just, she didn't have no car. So like, she was like coming down like this hill and then this like 
got right in front of my car, like in the Taco Bell drive-through. And it was like the most unpleasant experience because like in my mind, I was seeing so much shit in my head. And I was just like, I can't act on my feelings because, you know, I'm in, un, I'm in, you know, uncharted territory, you know. It was like in Detroit, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to say something, but like, not where I'm like, not from. <laughs> because it was just like weird. I was just like, why are these people being weird right now, man? Like, I just got done seeing a dope ass show. All I want is some Taco Bell. Yeah, it's just like, man, it's just like, well, Robert, you got to have one shitty experience when you come out the the door. You come out the house door or whatever. Cause it was just like frustrating because it's like, I wouldn't do that to like anybody. It's like, if I have to like walk somewhere to the drive-through, I would just get like Uber Eats or something. You know, like people act like that's not a thing. It's just like, you don't really have to like walk to like a Taco Bell and walk in the drive-through. You can just like Uber Eats it or like DoorDash or something. Because like the, cause like what happened was they wouldn't let her pay for the food or order the food because she's not in the car. And so like, she like went to me and was just like, they won't let me order food. And I was like, clearly that's why yeah, bro. And that's like kind of like the fucked up thing about people. It's like people can do like the most like disrespectful, fucked up thing to somebody and then like act like it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole instance of like her thinking that like she was going to cut in front of me and like walk, walk to like, the drive through and order and act like they're going to accept her order. It's baffling to me. Because like if, because like in all honesty, if they would let her order, I was going to order my food and I was going to be like, hey, just so y'all know that shit ain't cool. You know? I wasn't going to, like, fucking... Because, like, I'm not going to, like, tell the woman that because I'm just, like, I'm not trying to, like, have Karsten police at Taco Bell, like, at, like, 11.30, you know? Because, <coughs> like, for the most part, like, I'm chill, calm, collected in them type of situations because, you know... It's like I witnessed a lot of rude shit. And it's just like, that's why I kind of like don't want to, cause like, I don't know, man. I don't want to like be confrontational. So that's why I just like go to a show and leave. And just like, if this shit that needs to be said, like, 
we can say this shit uh, at a later date, you know? Because, like, I don't know, man. People, the world's crazy, you know, because of this, like, I don't know. I guess it's the times, or just me just getting older, I guess. And like, I don't know. I think the world always been crazy, but it's just social media just highlighted more, if that makes any sense. And so like, the lady came to like my window, my car window, and was like, they won't let me order food. Can I just give you the money and you can order it for me and I can pay for your food? And so at this point, I was so confused because I'm just like, at Taco Bell, I usually ball out at Taco Bell. Like I get like a shit ton of food. Like, like I, I can wolf down some tacos and some burritos. You know, and so next thing you know, I'm just like, I'm just like, okay, let me. Just, I was like, I just want to go home and eat. So I was just like, whatever you want to do, just do it. Okay, fine. So like, I was. It, it just seemed like I was using, like she was using my car as a proxy. You know. <laughs> It's like, I'm going to use a proxy car. <laughs> and it was just weird. It was just like, you know, like, she was like walking as like, I was like driving to like, to like the window to get the payment and the food and shit. Cause like, she didn't come in my car. I was just like, that just be weird. And I wasn't going to ask her, like, you want to come in my car? Because that would just be, like, weird, right? And then, like, what happened was the lady put the box. So I was like, just give me the Lust Cravings box. And then she was just like, oh, how much is that? I was like, like, $5. And then, like, the woman on the intercom was like, um, it's $8.99. And so, like, we, so I was just like, damn, I didn't know they went up on that shit. Cause I usually get like a box and like an extra taco or a burrito, depending on how I'm feeling and how hungry I am. And then, like, and that day I didn't eat. Like, I had like, a pseudo good lunch, but then like I worked out also, so I was just like kind of like like I need food right now. I'm hungry. Cause like I don't know, I'm on like some weird like intermediate fasting where like I don't eat for like a period of time, and then like I eat and I got like a like in like a window, you know. That's lately what I've been doing. So yeah, so like the, so, they wind up putting like all the food in one bag, 
right? And so, like, the lady was, like, super advertated by it. And it's like, he put in separate bags. Thank you. I was like, oh. I was like, yeah, then, like, so, like, we had to, like, wait more time. And I was like, man, this is, like, so awkward. And so I got my drink, I got my bag of food, and then I went on home. It was, like, such, like, an awkward transaction, though, because it was just, like, I could have ate more. But, like, they gave me, like, extra food, too. Like, they gave me, like, an extra taco and, like, an extra burrito and, like, an extra fry. Nacho fry. Which, the nacho fries, to me, are, like, I don't know. They're kind of, like, losing its presence in my taste buds right now because it's, like, I don't know. I feel like the nacho fries are getting old, in my opinion. That's another episode, I guess. Um, But nonetheless, it was a dope time. Bizarre experience at the end. I hope it was, like, entertaining enough for this special episode the podcast and I just realized like I'm like it's like the 52 episode of the podcast so shout out to episode 50 which I didn't do like an episode for that like happy 50th episode 50 more but yeah um I might drop another episode I recently seen The Flash, so I might talk about that. A spoiler friendly. No, don't be like a spoiler episode. So like if you didn't see it or don't mind being spoiled, I feel like it should be a good episode. I got like something I wanna talk about in terms of this like how confusing this whole DCU James Gunn taking over situation that I kind of like it's kind of like confusing after watching The Flash but yeah um, thanks for tuning in and yeah tell a friend if you like the podcast you know we're always looking for new listeners And so, yeah, peace and love, and I'll see you on the next episode.